truth in advertising. Does it exist? I think so. And well, I have an example. Admittedly, it's one that I created. It's an advert that I recently wrote to sell a pool table on Facebook Marketplace. Now, I might have been too truthful with this ad copy. You can be the judge. Here's the copy itself. Hathaway brand purchased from Wayfair for $1,200 one year ago. Pool table. It's a pool table. Is it slate? No, it's plywood. Is this table level? No, it's plywood. Is it stupidly heavy to move? No, it's plywood. Are the cues straight? Hell no. Will this be a good table for World Barroom Rules Pool Championship training? Uh, no, it's plywood. No shot breaks the same, same way twice, ever. Will this pool table help you with your anger management issues? No, but when you get so pissed off at this crooked-ass table and you want to take it outside and light it on fire, the good news is it will burn wonderfully because it's plywood. This is the perfect table for a rec room used by nobody ever, or by preteens, old drunks, or loser friends that you wish would stop damaging your stuff. This table has a place, and this table has a use, just not in my home, perhaps in yours. All right, that ad ran for about three weeks. That's how long it took me. And the net result, 51 messages, 27 of them still available. Yes. Silence. 27 people asking if it's still available and, and, and nothing after that. Um, 11 people offered me $100. The asking price was $200. I'm asking 200, 11 people hit me at 100. That was literally all they typed, $100. My response, $300, resulting in silence most of the time. Not always. The most recent one on the weekend, bro, you're asking $200, WTF. And my response was, sure, but it looks like now we're negotiating. So I'm just responding to your offer in the same margin. And he did reply. He was like, yeah, fair point, LOL. I don't really have anywhere to put it anyways. What are you offering me a hundred bucks for a table for if you got nowhere to put it? Like, just unbelievable. Uh, here's a good one. Does it fold? Um, no, this pool table does not fold because it's made of plywood. What's your address? It's late, but me and the boys will cruise up and pick it up. This message was sent to me at 10.58 p.m. on a Saturday night, and the guy actually did know he was two hours away from me. I mean, I don't know about you, but like, do you want random dudes in your home at 1 a.m. on a Saturday night? I mean, hey, maybe that's your thing. No judgment here, but uh, random humans are not my jam. A few of the uh, more interesting responses... LOL, love it. Not the table, just the ad. No way I'm buying this table because it's made of plywood. This advert restored my faith in marketplace and almost in humanity. My girl and I are rolling on the floor laughing at your ad. Thanks, thanks for making our night. Now, ultimately, it sold to a young man who sought for exactly what it was. A great deal on a pretty crappy pool table. In other words, I got a client that I kind of liked. He was down to earth and realistic and uh, had no problem paying the 200 bucks. And you know, we chatted for, I don't know, actually probably chatted for about 15 or 20 minutes after he loaded it up, him and his pal. And I you know, got to chat with them a little bit further. Their dads both ride dirt bikes. And so we were talking about this, that, and the other thing. And then, of course, I got their mortgage application. Okay, no, I didn't get their mortgage application. 
But I have 100% received complete mortgage applications. I've funded mortgages for people I've met through Marketplace and, of course, previously Craigslist. How? Well, I tend to advertise things at very reasonable prices, and I tend to only interact with people who are kind of rational and reasonable, and, uh, you know, the guy offering to come take it away for free. This is not my kind of guy. Um, yesterday, I sold a mountain bike, my final mountain bike, the last one I may ever own. Um, and the buyer and I got into like a 15-minute chat about fixed versus variable mortgage, him having taken his first variable rate mortgage ever in 18 years of home ownership two years ago. Uh, it was a really good conversation, actually, and easily could have led to him being added to a database if I was an active broker. And so the point I'm making there is, Every single interaction we have is a job interview. When you're a mortgage broker, every single person you're interacting with is a potential client. And really, as I say, that's what I wanted to sort of make a point on was around the advertising piece. How are you advertising, right? What are you saying in your advertising and why? And are you getting the clients that you want? Are you asking? For the type of clients you want. I see a lot of advertising in broker world focused on turndowns, bad credit. Uh, I see that in more than just our industry. I see very little advertising focused on triple A clients with impeccable credit, solid incomes, which is crazy because that's a market where the clients do have a lot of choice, but the clients themselves don't always realize how much choice they have. They just assume they're being given the best rate and the best product by their financial institution that they tend to just stay inside the world of. They have no idea what they're missing out on out there. And as I say, when's the last time you saw a billboard saying, have you got impeccable credit? Have you got a huge down payment? Have you got fantastic income? Call a mortgage broker today. Like to me, that's the market we should really, that's the bigger market. It is the much bigger market. It's the bigger slice of the pie that it makes sense to be chasing. And, you know, here's an interesting one. Did you guys know one of our major competing banks used to actually tell their MMS team that the Purchase Plus Improvements product was not a real program? So if you're advertising Purchase Plus Improvements, they would literally advise their own MMS team it didn't exist. I mean, it exists with another major bank. Like, what are what are they, like, talk about incongruity. And the MMSs would then in turn tell their clients that Purchase Plus Improvements wasn't a real thing because that's what they were being told. And the clients, especially the older clients, would believe them. I had a very, very high caliber client who, despite my sending him the Scotia policy pages on Purchase Plus Improvements, still dumped me because his MMS convinced him I was making up a product. And this client wound up paying a higher rate, incurred significant additional costs because of the nature of the renovations they wanted to do, all because his perception of a broker is that we worked with people beneath him. And, and that was part of the problem in the dynamic as well. I mean, I was beneath him. Many people were beneath him. Um, so what is the perception, though, that you're creating with your advertising, right? I think that's a valid question to ask ourselves. Now, that specific experience was 12 years ago, and I like to think that most of us are doing a really great job at getting through to well-qualified clients that a broker is absolutely their best choice in the increasingly complex world of mortgage approvals. And yeah, look, there's a punchline I can put on this entire segment. I mean, if you were going to give a, an honest advertisement to a client these days, it might be along the lines of, 
Hey, would you like to jump on an emotional roller coaster, taking a ride that will have you fearing for the loss of your deposit, the collapse of your offer to buy, the loss of a place to live completely, a ride that will cost you more than a few nights of sleep, a ride that requires 278 pages of documents just to get onto with no guarantee of success? Welcome to Montezuma's Mortgage Revenge, right? Impeccable credit? Eh. 18 years of professional six-figure income? Yeah, prove it to us. No, prove it again. No, no, again. Prove it again. Prove it again. 95% down payment. Oh, good for you. Guess what? You're going to pay a higher rate than the guy with a 5% borrowed down payment and worse credit and two part-time jobs that they just started. You have five days for financing? Don't worry. We'll get it done in, wait a minute, how many days until closing? Yeah, the lender will get it done in that many days, almost for sure, right? Now, it ain't easy out there, and obviously I'm exaggerating somewhat, although one of you has a file that like it feels like that's exactly your file I was just talking about, for sure, probably more than one of you. It isn't easy out there, and guess what? The reality is, it's actually about to get rougher, but you will survive because surviving and thriving in this crazy space is what you do. But again, the final thought I'll leave you with on this segment is what are you putting out there in the world? What are you asking for? And who are you interacting with on a regular basis? Because when you make an exception and you work with a challenging human being, guess what? Like travels with like. And those challenging human beings, they hang out with other challenging human beings. And I didn't want a group of challenging human beings hanging out in my living room at 1 a.m. on a Saturday morning. No thanks. Been there, done that, kind of. Not really, you know. Through, through too many house parties in my youth. No more of that. Anyway, on to the next segment.